Today, let us move from the persons involved to the mystery in which they are involved, the visitation. At first sight, one may wonder why this is called a mystery. This seems fairly simple, an encounter between Elizabeth and Mary, an encounter between two pregnant women. There are many different explanations for the meaning of mystery. Here it means God acting in human history. God is all-powerful and self-sufficient. Yet this God loves us, cares for us, encounters us in our daily life, as if we are of some importance to the person of God. The late archaeologist and scripture scholar Bargil Pixner lived for over 30 years in Jerusalem. He tells us that most probably Mary lived with her parents to the north and east of the old city of Jerusalem. The family journeyed down to Nazareth. Here she was betrothed to Joseph. It was here in Nazareth that the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and gave her the news that she would have a son. He would be the Son of the Most High. After the Annunciation, Mary would have returned to live with her parents in Jerusalem. Father Pixner gives two reasons. Mary could not have remained alone with no kinsfolk in Nazareth. Secondly, if she remained there, her pregnancy before marriage would have been evident to all. Joseph would be bound to denounce her. Mary would be stoned to death. But Jerusalem was a large metropolis. A pregnant Mary would not merit a second glance. When Joseph came up to Jerusalem to bring her back to Nazareth, he would become aware of her pregnancy. He would give her a writ of dismissal without having to denounce her in the huge metropolis. From Jerusalem, Mary would visit her cousin, Elizabeth, who was in the sixth month of her pregnancy. Jerusalem is only seven to eight kilometers from Ein Karen, where Elizabeth and Zachariah were living. Mary, with her father accompanying her, could easily have done that in two or three hours. The mystery of the visitation is an encounter between Elizabeth and Mary. The Holy Spirit has orchestrated or animated this encounter. The Holy Spirit has overshadowed Mary. She conceived a son who was to be named Jesus. Now the Holy Spirit has enlivened the unborn John the Baptist in the womb of Elizabeth. With the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Elizabeth utters those words which will be a prayer uttered by believers in the five continents through the ages. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Finally, moved by the Spirit, we have the Magnificat, My soul magnifies the Lord. 
The meeting between Elizabeth and Mary must have been a joyous meeting. There would have been a lot of questions. There would have been a lot of sharing. There would have been a lot of silence in the awe of the grace that was present. Pious sentiment says that Mary went to help Elizabeth, who was elderly. Mary must have done that, but this mystery is even deeper. The encounter was something more than a mere assistance of Mary to her cousin. These were two extraordinary pregnancies in the true sense that it was out of the ordinary. Elizabeth had passed the age of childbearing. Mary had conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, as we say each Sunday and big feast days in the creed. Just as the cloud over Mount Sinai was a sign of God's presence, the Holy Spirit overshadowed the visitation encounter. The Spirit inspired Elizabeth to utter the words mentioned previously, Blessed are you among women. As we contemplate this mystery of the visitation, few would have imagined that these words of Elizabeth would be prayed by millions in hundreds of different languages, be made to put to music into a classic by Franz Schubert, Charles Gounod, and Sebastian Bach, to name a few famous musicians be a prayer of consolation uttered by the faithful at the time of death as we mourn the dead. The first week of our Advent retreat focused on Mary, but we will take a few moments to reflect on our Blessed Mother tomorrow, as any discussion of the mystery of the visitation must include examining Mary. Mm -hmm.